Hello and welcome to Inside Job with V and Pam. We're here to share and discuss ways that we've found joy, meaning, self-love, and purpose in our life journeys. Though our lives have unique trajectories and we all have our own experiences, one truth remains constant. Change is an inside job. Our wish is to share at least one spark that lights your inner flame, helping illuminate what's true for you so that you can find your next right steps. This is episode 38. Today, we are talking about winning the holidays. What does that even mean? For us, it's about being present and making conscious choices. It's about dropping expectations and instead asking ourselves what we would like to add in to any situation. Pam and V share thoughts and stories about the real magic that happens when we remind ourselves to come back to this moment and allow ourselves to just be. What gifts will you give yourself and those around you when you choose to be present this holiday season? Hi, Virginia. Hello, Pam. It's so good to see you. It is great to see you too. Always great to see you. And uh, I'm I'm, I'm kind of excited to talk about our topic today, but I do want to check in. How are you doing today? I'm doing about, I'd say 58% again. I know that came up a few weeks ago. So not not into the 60s if 70 is the new 100, yeah. but definitely <laughs> in the high 50s, feeling fairly well resourced, knowing that I could be doing more for myself and also not judging myself for doing what I'm doing. That's a pretty fair nutshell assessment. How about yeah. you? Well, and I love that you mentioned the 70% because we talked about that uh, a while back, and that is that my new 100% is 70%. That's the grace I'm giving myself. So I'm in my, I'm in my high fifties too, which is, that feels like I'm doing good. Uh, Coming back from a few days off and um, we're kind of in the middle of what we're going to call the holidays um, (laughs) because it's that time of the year. Um, And, uh, but feeling, feeling pretty, pretty good. And, uh, I think part of it has been our conversations about self-care for the holidays and, and how that's so unique and in, in particular for each of us. Um, and so uh, I thought that today we might talk about what would it actually look like to win the holidays or to be winning in the holidays. That, that is, I've never approached it that way, but to me, that's going to be my ultimate self-care if I actually am that one step more thoughtful about it. I saw your, I saw your face. What are you thinking? (laughs) Uh, I hope that you saw my face light up because I think this is a great uh, approach to take. I know the last couple of weeks we've talked about like enduring the holidays and figuring out what we're no longer willing to tolerate in the holidays and kind of protecting ourselves in those ways. And that has its place I also love the idea of winning the holidays because that sounds proactive to me, like we are taking action toward making the most of where we are, what we've got, who we're with, and how we are 
going into all of it um, from a conscious perspective rather than a sense of obligation or tuning out and going on autopilot and just sucking it up and suffering through. Because this time of year is loaded, like we've talked about. And um, I think that I think I think the idea of winning the holidays sounds delicious. Yeah. Uh, so, so I'm wondering, and I'm thinking for myself too, what would that actually mean for you? And what would that mean for me? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what I've been doing, and maybe that's a good place to start. What I've been doing since we've been having these discussions is being more relaxed about everything. And that goes to expectations. So my expectations have shifted and it's not the, I'm going to laugh because we are, we talked about this just before we came on. It's not the Hallmark movie version of the holidays. Um, Thank goodness. (laughs) (laughs) And I know a lot of people love the movies. I spent time with my dad recently and that is what we do together because he likes it. Um, but my, you know, it was a good mirror for me because my actual version this year of the holidays is let me take away those expectations from old that were very much like a Hallmark movie, including a soundtrack. Um, and how about I be present and how about I let go of what I hoped or wished would happen and just be, and that's what's been happening and so baseline, it's, it's going well this year. Um, and it doesn't look at all the way it, it used to look. And it also, it doesn't look the way I thought it would look. It's so much simpler and quieter, but there are these moments of meaning and connection, which is exactly what I said I wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And so I'm, I think the winning part for me is, all right, I've shifted some. But what also do I want to actively add in? I think before I kind of pulled back at expectations and let go, but what do I actually want to add in? And that's where I'm starting to ponder um, this whole conversation. And so what about you? What are your thoughts? That is a fantastic question. And I think you're right. I think that when we first start to even dream about making the holidays more of what we want. We are so busy pushing away all the things we don't, not pushing away, maybe pushing away or just clearing away all the things we don't want. I don't want the hubbub. I don't want to be booked every weekend. I don't want, or maybe you do, some people do, right? Want to have that feeling of festivity because it carries them through the months up up until spring. Um, Thinking about what's my baseline gives us kind of a starting point. And then that beautiful question of what do I actively want to add in? What do I choose? Because we talk about the power of choice here a lot. What do I choose to add to my baseline so that my holiday season feels meaningful and enjoyable instead of just thinking about all the things that we are uh, 
getting rid of. Um, it's, it's easy sometimes to see all the things we don't want. And we've talked about this before, that our brains are wired that way toward a negativity bias to, to say, well, I'm not sure what I do want, but I darn well know what I don't want. I don't want a Christmas story marathon. I don't want four weeks of Hallmark movies and Christmas carols that bring up all kinds of things for me. <laughs> I don't want to drink eggnog. I've always hated eggnog. You never listened to me when I said I hated eggnog and you always make me drink it and it's disgusting. Or maybe I love eggnog and you never buy it because you tell me it's too sugary and fattening and I shouldn't be drinking it. Um, and this is the one time of year that I get to enjoy it. Um, so like self-care, like all of this, what each of us decides to add in is going to look different for each of us. And it's not so much the specifics that matter. It is our conscious intention behind them. Our conscious intention behind adding in something or trading something that we enjoy for something that we don't enjoy so much. Compromising. Um, coming to realize that it's okay if Aunt Sophie wants to bring turnips to Christmas dinner, I can appreciate her effort and I don't have to eat turnip, if that makes sense, <laughs> um, or whatever it is. When we, when we decide that we are going to actively make a change, it can feel overwhelming, especially right now where everything feels so loaded anyway. Um, and I know I keep saying that. I feel like I've said that the last couple of weeks that the holidays feel loaded. Um, they do feel loaded for me and for almost everybody I talk to. I was just talking to a friend this morning who said, much as you're saying, she's dropping expectations. And I asked her, what expectations are you dropping? And her storyline for years has been that it's her responsibility to create the perfect Christmas is what they celebrate at her house, where everybody gets to eat exactly what they want to eat. And everybody has a beautiful surprise gift under the tree that they didn't realize. And it's more than they could have dared to hope for. And it puts sparkles in their eyes and love in their hearts, a Hallmark movie, like you talked about. Um, so many of us carry those expectations, whether or not we even recognize that we carry them. And I think that's what makes this season so fraught with obligation, so fraught with expectation, so fraught with um, the need to get it right. And if we're engaging consciously and saying, what do I want to add? We get to ask ourselves, what feels like getting it right for me? So what if this year, and I'm totally thinking of myself right now, what if this year, instead of 
trying to make it perfect. I give myself what my body is calling for, which is rest. What if instead of trying to run around like a woman on fire, I instead make room for myself to even ask the question, what do I want to add in? Because we get so caught up in the hype and the hustle and the hurry that we don't often give ourselves time to ask that question and truly answer it. Um, I'm very good at asking myself the questions. You know, what do I want to add in? What do I want to have? What's meaningful to me? And then I just fire off an answer rather than really pausing and listening to myself because there's that underlying urgency. And I've really been thinking about this in the last couple of weeks since we've been having these discussions about the holidays. I've really been asking myself, where's the urgency? And it turns out that I'm creating the urgency. I am the one holding the reins. I'm the one flicking the riding crop. I'm the one driving myself into this sense of urgency and hype that I don't want. Why am I making myself feel this way? (laughs) Well, partly because I have a lot of old stories about the holidays being a frenetic frenzy. Um, One of my mother's, if you've heard me talk about her before on here, I call her June because that was her name. Um, And one of June's favorite holiday sayings was after the holidays, she would always put off getting together with her friends until after the holidays. She, (laughs) some people would say she was an excellent martyr. Um, And she was an excellent martyr. And she also tried to serve herself, but she did it at her own expense. And that's what I'm realizing that I also do, especially around this time of year. Um, She would put off enjoying time with her friends because she believed she had to do something else that was holiday related. She wouldn't make the time. And One of the stories I'm tugging at the threads of this holiday season is, do I have to wait until after the holidays? There are just as many days in the month of December as there have always been. There are still 31 days. There are still 24 hours in each day. What is so pressing that I am required to once again put myself last when that is the opposite of true self-care. I'm I'm drinking this all in. Um, Great questions to ask. And and we both know that when we ask questions here, they're really for us as well. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Maybe primarily for us. Um, (laughs) um, Yeah, just... So, so the things that pop out to me amongst, there were several, but uh, the, the idea of urgency, like self-created urgency, oh boy, I think that that's just something that's really sticking with me. 
Um, and um, gosh, I'm losing the other one here, but I, it will come back to me in a second. Um, oh, just the idea of this being winter and naturally needing, wanting to slow down. And it's the time that we feel the most frenetic and the most like we have to speed up. Um, those, those just really stood out to me in things that I needed to hear today. Um, and I think this, you know, just this idea of what would winning look like and what does, what does it really mean to enjoy the holidays, to thrive in the holidays, to care for ourselves in the holidays when it's, when we have mostly extra demands and, and now I'm hearing and realizing that I put on myself, dot, dot, dot. Um, so I have approached the season slightly different and it's already made a difference. And part of that is just being more present with everything. Um, I spent so much of my life, and I shared this in an earlier podcast, um, just wishing the holidays away. Like, oh, I can't wait for this to be over. So I really didn't enjoy them. Uh, I dreaded them. I did not look forward to them. I was really glad when they were over. Uh, this year, I'm taking a different stance, and um, there is no theme music coming in the background, <laughs> um, but I'm not expecting it. And I was thinking about this idea of, um, you know, of the Hallmark movies that really, for me, they're not something that I would just watch on my own. They're not something that calls to me. I believe me, I watch plenty of stuff. Other people would go, what? <laughs> but those just don't really call to me. But here's what really that was about. And I just recently did this with my dad. He likes to just zone out. It's his self-care. It's his <laughs> way of just having a sense of calm and peace inside to watch these movies. And really, it's become our thing <laughs> when I go down there to visit him he, instead of putting on like a, a, a sports game or, uh, or watching the news, he'll put the movie on. And now we are, and this is very true. We are enjoying it together because we're spending time together. Yes. And we have our own running commentary of what we think is going to happen. And by <laughs> the way, he is always right. I am, I'm about running at about 50%. Oh, she's going to pick this guy and he'll go, Nope, Nope. He's, He's, she's picking this guy or, or that guy's going to quit his big job and move here. My dad's like, no, but he's going to move the company here. He's always right. Um, so I'm really in this moment realizing that what I really wanted, I've started to create, and that is more meaningful and joyful time. Um, yes. It happens to come in the form of a movie <laughs> that does have a theme song and uh, and has a lot of uh, sparkly things in it. Um, but really, it's the time together, and we're make the memories we're making of the memories that I'm making with him are of us spending time together, and kind of in a lighthearted way. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so yeah, so this is interesting that the slowing down has always been a part of what I needed, but never did. And there isn't anything that's any more urgent than any other time of the year. Uh, I, I have given it that meaning in the past. And I have like, like June, I have literally said, oh, I can't do one more thing. And that has never actually been the case. But my mind said, I can't do one more thing. 
because I thought that the list was super long. And in reality, it really wasn't. Um, wow. Yeah, this is a, so for, for me, winning looks like having meaning and connection. And that's the part that it's not, it's, that's the part that can always be added in for me. Um, I can choose at any moment to just say, wait a minute, I'm going in this direction, but really what I want is to have that sense that I had sitting there with my dad watching those movies and having the conversation before, during, and after. <laughs> so it wasn't, it wasn't just watching a movie together. We were interacting the whole time. Um, that's what I want. Um, yeah. That is so beautiful. That absolutely sounds like winning. And that's really, I mean, winning the holidays is not about the perfect gift or the most spectacular dinner or the fabulous outing that cost hundreds of dollars or the money that we spend or the frenzy that we get into. For me, more and more, just like you, winning the holidays or anytime is about meaning and connection because the stuff is just stuff. And having kids, there was a time when I had to make sure they had the stuff because that was what they wanted. And that's what Christmas is about. Nope. Nope. One of the things I am teaching my sons is that it's not about the stuff. It's about what we choose to focus on and how we choose to spend our time, who we choose to spend our time with, uh, where we find the meaning and the purpose, not the purpose, the connection, excuse me, where we find the meaning and the connection in the holidays or anytime. It just seems more, it seems more, maybe not important, that's the word that's coming to mind, but it seems more prominent now. Yeah. Absolutely. Because we get to choose. We get to choose whether it's yeah. about the stuff and the shiny objects and the frenzy or whether it's about creating the meaning and the connection that I think really all of us are looking for, especially now. Especially now, especially after last Christmas, last <sighs> holiday season. Mm-hmm. And we're still in a bit of a state of do we, don't we, how do we, right. all of that. Right. But there are some more options this year that we didn't have last year, right. whether we take them or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so, you know, just thinking about our conversations and it's really, they're always about how can we support ourselves? How can we, how can we take care of ourselves? Mm-hmm. Um, I think every conversation we have uh, is, is centered on that, but it's also so that we can be who we are meant to be and add to the world in the way we're meant to add to the world and that we want to do that work. And we want to, we want to be a part of, of, of this world. Um, And so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of also um, the, the tools that we use to do that Um, as coaches, we have a lot of tools Um, as people we're collectors of tools. I know that about both of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that I have, that's just feeling, uh, it's starting to come up again for me. And it's, 
probably the time of the year, but that is that wonderful tool that we both learned from Christine Kane called Word of the Year. Oh, I, yes. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think she invented it, but she certainly has given it a wonderful spin. And I think then we've both each given it our own spin. Um, yeah. But I know we're going to be talking about that next time because um, uh, we, we talked about having it um, as we start the new year off. Um, so I've already been percolating on it. Um, but um, yeah, there, there are things that we can do to help ourselves. One of those is to get support. Another is to, um, to ask ourselves some questions and to, um, and to listen and see what comes up for us. Yeah. yeah. To make the space and the time to listen. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And word of the year is, it's just delightful. i I'm bubbling up inside just thinking about it because it's such a great opportunity exactly to give ourselves that time to listen, to really ponder and pause um, and think about what's important to us, what will help us support ourselves, uh, what helps us take responsibility for ourselves, which is really part of emotional mastery and part of true self-care. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's, so let's have a whole conversation about this next time. Um, I know that you have experiences, I have experiences. Um, when I think about some of the most powerful actions I've taken, they were the result of this word of the year tool. Um, yes. it, it, has, it has made a significant impact on my life. And part of it is that it's kind of connected with the new year, a lot of people make resolutions, and this is kind of an alternative to that. Um, yes. But, but as we'll share, the word of the year tool can does not have to happen at the end of the year. It can happen anytime. Um, sometimes I will just give myself a word for the day or a word for the month. Um, the word of the year is 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 pretty deep core stuff, um, and sometimes the word feels very simple and, and so much is revealed. So I guess, I guess we're doing a little teaser here, but we'll talk about it more next time. Yeah. Oh, I'm really looking forward to that. That'll be a good one. You've shared some wonderful word of the year stories with me, and I'm looking forward to talking more about them next week. Well, as always, Virginia, thank you so much for this conversation today. I'm, I'm so grateful for you. Thank you, Pam. I am grateful for you as well and for this opportunity. And thank you, everybody who's listening, who has been supporting us in this endeavor. If you want to share this with somebody, please feel free. If you know somebody who could also benefit from this type of discussion or this type of interaction, there's always room for one more. And if you would like to rate us, give us a review that would really help us spread the word even further. So when you do that, you're not only expressing yourself, you're also helping us and you're also helping people that we haven't met yet. So thank you for that. I'm very grateful for everyone that supports us and listens um, and shares. Well, I guess until next week, I will, I will talk to you then and, and uh, have a wonderful rest of your day and rest of your week. And thank you everyone for listening. Bye, Virginia. Bye, Pam. Take good care. <laughs> okay. There goes my, my alarm. Time for one more thing. Okay. Slow down. <laughs> What's the urgency? <laughs> Bye, everyone.
Thanks so much for listening. As always, we appreciate you spending time with us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone you know, and thanks for your support. Pam and V are certified coaches who love to help people remember who they're truly meant to be. To find out more about working with Pam Davis, you can contact her at coachpamdavis at gmail.com. For more information about Virginia's work, visit her website at www.vlabasi.com. That's www.vlabasi.com.